Hey, I'm Andy. Hi, I'm Yunuqua. And we're the hosts for the Kings of Hearts podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back on to the Kings of Hearts podcast. It is your co-host, Andy, here. Today's episode is going to be about the pendulum swing between polarities of the warrior archetype and the lover archetype. This conversation was inspired because Yunuqua and I felt that there's a bit of an imbalance sometimes with masculine energy in men. And I think the opportunity is for men to find a little bit more middle ground. Uh, not that any of those polarities are, are good or bad, but there are you know opportunities and costs that reside on both sides. And we feel that in respect and in honor of good leadership, we were to talk about both polarities and then swing back into the middle to, to explore what it's like to have that level of discernment and leadership of both sides as a man and how one can exercise and integrate that into your daily life. So I trust you guys will enjoy this episode. It's a fun one. Yunuka and I, we can't help but just go so deep all the time. So tune in for about 45, 50 minutes with us and take notes, share this podcast if it resonates with you and we will uh, we'll see you on the other side. Okay, so before we get started, gotta hang on to you guys just for one more moment. Take this time to update you on an incredible opportunity that has arisen for the KOH community. So if you're a man or if you know a man in your life that is looking for a men's group, who is looking for brotherhood, more accountability, more leadership, we are opening our doors and applications to Roundtable Men's Group. Now, this is a group that's been around for about two years now, and it was only exclusive to men who have completed our online course four-month journey called Council. But we decided recently that it's important to continue this work, offer up this service for guys all around. Whatever experience you have, whether it's with Council or any other men's group or maybe no experience at all, and you're desiring connection, you're desiring a community, you're desiring a men's group, King's Roundtable is now open for you. So there's a link in the show notes for you to apply. It is a bi-weekly group. We meet online every two weeks and looking forward to receiving your application, right? So that is all. Enjoy the episode. Hello. You are Hello. here with us on the Kings of Hearts podcast. My name is Andy, and this is my co-host, Inuqua. Hello. Say hi to, say hi to the people, Inuqua. <laughs> Hello, people. How are you? Yeah, it's been, I feel like it's been a minute since we've had a solo podcast, or maybe I'm just tripping. No, I'm tripping. <laughs> yeah, we were here with you guys last when we were talking about plant medicines and, and whatnot. Yeah. You recall? Well, the, podcast, the podcast before that was with... Sanjeev and Sohan. Yeah, but the last one just with you and I. Uh, okay, yes, yes. We're every, we're every two weeks, man. We've been holding yeah. that strong, but I was just tripping because I thought maybe... Anyways, we're here now. We're here now. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to be talking about a few different things, I'm sure, but the overarching theme is going to be around having a more... I don't like to say balance, but more harmonious energy as a man mm -hmm. and you know on one end of the spectrum we're going to be discussing the lover 
sort of energy in a man. And then on, on another end of the spectrum, we're going to touch on sort of the warrior and maybe some examples in our society today of men who embody a lot of warrior and, and men who embody a lot of lover and who we feel at the end of the day, really benefit each other. Uh, you know, like the warrior needs the lover, the lover needs the warrior. And yep. yeah, you know, I think organically, organically, whatever else comes up. So did I miss anything there in the introduction? I thought that was a beautiful introduction. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Amen. As always, let's take a moment and I'll drop in with a big, deep breath together. So wherever you are, find yourself some calm. See this as an opportunity to pause and to, to tune in, to come back into your center. Maybe you're at work. Maybe you're driving. Maybe you're walking. Maybe you're at home with the kids. But uh, join us for this breath. So I'm going to count down. We're going to do a big inhale through the nose on three, two, one. Inhale through the nose. Holding the breath on top. Holding the breath on top. Feeling all the sensations in your body. Physically feeling any thoughts that are present in your mind, any emotions present in your heart. And... In a moment, we're going to exhale all together and we're going to release anything that doesn't want to be here and now. On three, two, one. Exhale. <sighs> Beautiful. After the breath, don't just quickly jump back in right away into your task or action. Just take another second or two to come back through and And be here with us again for this podcast conversation. So, Yanuqua. Yeah, buddy. Gonna, I'm going to hand the microphone over to you. Um, <laughs> so around the topic that we're discussing, why is yeah. this important? Why do you feel like this imp- is this important for us to have this conversation and for men to be hearing this right now? I think this conversation is important because <laughs> because I feel I know I believe in my own experience on social media as of late there there's a lot of different versions of masculinity of how men should be showing up and I say should very intentionally um, and if I wasn't entrenched in the work the way that I am and willing to sit and figure some things out on my own, I would be lost. I would not know. Like it's so much. And a lot of it is polarizing, right? It's far extremes. It's, it's just, I would find it hard sitting here in 2023 to be like, who should I be following? Who should I be listening to when it comes to helping me navigate my masculinity? You know, and that was something that you and I had been riffing about. And we were like, we should jump on a podcast and and talk about it and tackle this and give some perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, also, give it some context, and then to finish it off with like guys, like, and I'll preface and say right now, like, our way isn't the right way our way is just another way. Mm. And so I want to preface with that right away. 
And so I also don't want to be part of the problem as I'm looking, pointing a finger at what I perceive to be the problem. <laughs> Fully aware of that. Um, I want to be, I want this podcast to be something that is going against what is being populated right now out on the social media platforms. And so that's one of the reasons why I think this conversation is important to be counter cultural in that sense. Yeah. And you mean like to, to, to challenge some of those existing ways in a way of, of shedding light that not, that's not a necessarily a bad way. It's just, mm-hmm. is that your only way? Yeah. And from my humble perspective, it's incomplete. Yeah. Yep. It's incomplete. And so whichever, whichever end of the spectrum you find yourself, great. That's your starting point. And then there needs to be a willingness to, to, to find yourself in the middle, to find yourself playing double Dutch in the gray, because I know it's so much easier to be in either black or white, to be either the warrior or to be the lover, to be just the king or to be the magician. But it's like, okay, dude, like, and this is where I love Ram Das, and I'm listening to a lot of him. He's like, moment to moment, can you be here now? Mm-hmm. And in being here now, you need to be sensitive to what is transpiring. And there needs to be awareness of that and awareness of other people. And then what does the moment call for? Mm. Does the moment call for a hammer? Does it call for a monkey wrench? Does it call for a hug? Does it call for silence? Knowing mm. that, knowing that in each moment you are right here now and you are operating in love. Truth. Life becomes so much easier. Positivity. You know it. Yeah. Abundance. All of it. And so, you know, on, and you know, I'll honestly, bro. Yeah, it's good. And you know, these polarities, the extremes that you're talking about, in a way, and this is just my opinion, is they're sort of necessary because, you know, when you think about a polar, a polar extreme, there's friction that's caused. And sometimes when there's friction, oftentimes when there's friction, there's fire. And sometimes that's what's necessary for somebody to make that, that change from, from their old paradigm or their old way of doing things is, is this extreme polarity that comes through and actually ignites a fire that they finally needed. Whether it's yep. on one end of the extreme of the warrior or the other end of the extreme of the lover, it's like, okay, this was enough of a polarity for you to finally take an action and make a change. Amen. Now that you've got acquainted with this one side of the polarity, let's now let's travel and let the pendulum swing. Exactly. Let the pendulum swing. The law of rhythm and compensation. Kabbalion. Amen. Well said. And that, and I'm glad you brought that up, Andy, because that's exactly it. Like, I'm not here shitting on any of the on, on any of the extremes or polarities. That is a great reference point. That is a great starting point. And then the pendulum needs to swing. Yeah. And hopefully, it's not swinging to the other extreme. Okay. I yeah. trust that it will swing, and you will also again you will double dutch somewhere in the middle. So right. So let's do this. Let's, let's, let's start with one end and swing all the way to the other end. And then let's come back down to the middle to close off the conversation. How's that sound? Sounds great, sir. Yeah. Nice. What are you looking at there? <laughs> <laughs>
I can see you. Looking at you. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so let's start on one end. Let's start on the end of the warrior. Let's just, I'm, I'm just using the word warrior because it sort of does encapsulate it really well. And mm-hmm. it's this, this texture of masculine that is action, that is goals, that is work hard, play hard, that is hustle, that is grind, that is push through, that is no pain, no gain, that is mm-hmm. get it done or die trying, that is... Yeah. You see what we see where I'm going with this, right? And like I think a, a couple of really good sort of public figures that uh, that I would say embody this is uh, David Goggins mm-hmm. is one, and Andrew Tate says another. I would I would even say like those two guys are a bit different in themselves, but they embody yeah. a, a similar energy in their specialty or their their realms of expertise, right? Yep. <clears throat> Perhaps with with Tate, it's about the money making, the business, the purpose. And with David Goggins, it's the health, it's the mindset, it's the grind in that area. And that's one extreme. Yeah. Those guys push really hard. And it almost comes across as they're unemotional. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like, where's the heart in this guy? Sometimes. And the truth is they are making a difference in a lot of people's lives. They are, they are a role model for a certain type of young man or young boy that has lacked those qualities in his own father or in himself, his entire life, which is why he feels drawn to it. Yep. Any thoughts on, um, on, on, those characters, those figures, and or this energy that we're talking about on on this side of the polarity. I completely agree with everything you said, and yeah. and yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else to add other than, um, yeah, there is a time and place in each man's life where he needs to he needs to traverse the warrior, and he will be in that polarity hopefully hopefully with consciousness most likely probably it's unconscious and this is where the work is to bring the warrior into consciousness yeah and again like to what you're saying too it's like it it is almost okay that he might be unconscious in it and that's why that's why organizations such as ours exist Mm mm-hmm Otherwise, why would we be even existing and doing our thing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so in, in a sense, it's okay that there's an unconscious. So let's talk about a little bit. Let's stay here for a moment. Let's talk a little bit about like, what would you say are the benefits and the pitfalls of this polarity? I'll give one and you give one. Okay. Well, let's Ooh. start there. So I don't, I don't go on. A, I don't go on. I like that. So, so I would say a benefit is the man is, he's sharp. He knows what he wants. He's convicted. And he's willing to be relentless in that pursuit. 
That's fun. Clean. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, is this man has he's got a he's got a confidence to him. And he really whatever truth he stands for in his life, he would die on that hill. Mm. Like he stands up for it. And it's a beautiful quality in a man because with that level of energy, one can take the necessary actions that need to be done to fulfill that mission, to see it through. There's no wet noodling. <laughs> yeah. There's no, uh, should I, shouldn't I? It's none of that energy. Yeah. It's very like straightforward piercing it's that quality of the masculine that is penetrative right mm-hmm. okay do you want to get one more we'll make it three <laughs> a benefit of yeah. this polarity yeah mm-hmm. there's not a lot of stagnancy let's put it in the external life like you know i find a lot, lot of successful businessmen kind of fall under this quality you know, like he's making the money he needs to make. He's hitting the goals he needs to hit. There's not a lot of stagnancy uh, in the external versions of life, like what he needs to provide for um, the job, the career, the money, the home. Like I find that a lot of guys that are in this area, like they have this together. Mm-hmm. Um, however, and this may be a good segue some of the stagnancy that they do experience either during or later on is in they see suffering in health and and or relationships and why is because they've <laughs> they're so busy acting and they've pushed aside and not looked at or paid attention to their health that's crumbling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Jobs, you know, one of the things that he said in his deathbed was, I wish I worked less. Mm. And he said that when, while he was dying, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's interesting. I, I met a man on a, on the airplane here on the way here to Mexico. And he was telling me his story. We actually spoke, we talked for like four hours. I've actually never talked for anybody for the beginning, from the beginning until the end of the flight, like nonstop me, him and I just hit it off. He was telling me his story and a part of his story. He said, he was like, yeah, like I, there was a point in my life where I looked in the mirror and, and, and what I saw was I was, I was the most successful, unhappy, unhealthy man that I knew. Mm. I was the most successful, meaning he had all the money. He had all the, material. He had all that he thought he was set out and getting, and yet he was going through divorce. He was addicted. He was an alcoholic. He had addictions left, right, and center, cocaine usage. And that was the pivotal, pivotal point for him to start making a change. And I asked him, well, what, what, would, what would have been the trajectory if you kept going? He said, well, I wouldn't be here. I would, I would have been dead. Hmm. 
dead and lonely. So that's one of the pitfalls. <laughs> that's good. You go. Um, I would say for the warrior, a pitfall is lacking compassion and mm. empathy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Simply put, you're, you're so busy focused on hitting goals, being structured, being regimented that what gets left to the wayside is compassion for your other human beings, for other souls and being able to empathize with them and see the interconnectedness. So. Yeah. I love that. Essentially it's like what you're speaking to is like the connection with his own heart, right? Mm -hmm. It's like there's a block to his heart, the deepest part of his heart. Yep. Okay. One more. Go for it. One more would be, I would say that I, I'll just say the one that's just coming up for me immediately is he's moving way too fast. It's just mm. what are some of the symptoms of that or coming out of that anxiety, overthinking, overwhelm again, sort of that over use of the nervous system. You're going to burn out. And yeah, it's just like it's moving so fast. Love that. It's that, you know, it's that narrative, right? Of like no pain, no gain. The faster, the better. And so there's a cost to that. Mm -hmm. There's a cost to that. And the thing is like, you know, these figures like David Goggins and, you know, the interesting thing is like, he, he, and I like him for this because, and he's come around a lot lately and he prefaces more around like, Hey, just because I do it and it works for me doesn't mean that this is for you. So check in. Yeah. And then he, and then he continues his, his rant or his monologue and his passion and, and that's cool, but he's starting to preface. Yeah. Right. And so what I, where I'm trying to get at is like, you know, these figures, they're their own individual. You don't have to be them. Don't put them on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. I love that. You know, they may be here to teach you some aspects, but they're human too. And they have their flaws. So you, you ought to discern, you know, what you want to take from them and what you don't versus taking it all because exactly. the, the unconscious worry would probably just take it all and run with exactly. it. Yep. Yeah, but but we'll get to that when we circle back to the more gray middle area. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, beautiful man. Yeah. Okay, let's okay. swing the pen. Swing to the other side. Boom. Yeah. Uh, start us off, bro. The lover. So positive side of the lover, I would say right away is just the ability to to feel, to feel, to feel his heart. To feel other people's heart and to feel like the world and mother and like mother nature and his surroundings a sense like a really deep a really deep sensitivity to all of that who um who are good examples of this you would say <laughs> john wyland 
Yeah. You, you think he's um, like um, on the other polarity on the other side? Well, like, I'd say but like, I would say more on that. Like who's on the complete other oh, end of things. Cause we're there. We're there right now. Yeah. Okay. Like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't have any on the top of my head. I'm not going to lie. Do you got somebody? <laughs> Well, you know, like I, I, the names aren't coming to my mind, but I do know like there's a lot of like um, artists and rock stars who mm-hmm. like live that rock star life, you know, like it's just like, yeah, music, creation, party. It's like, yeah, go with the flow, you know, maybe some, some of those yogi yogis as well. And it's like, yeah, some of those, some of those rock stars have died because of addiction. Or overdose. Mm. But yeah, I was just curious if there was any like specific people or figures that come to your mind when it comes to, well, who, who, who would be on the other end of the spectrum? I don't got anybody, man. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, there's also like guys like, um, you know, like, I, again, I don't know him, obviously, but I just like, this is just a good example of an archetype of like Robin Williams, right? Someone who's an actor, who's a comedian, who's a jokester, right? Mm-hmm. And you can make life look like it's really good on yeah. the outside. Like it's all pleasure and funny, mm-hmm. but what's going on in the inside as well? Yeah. An interesting texture of the side of the polarity. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> cool. Pros and cons. You already you already stated one. Perfect. Yeah. What's another pro? I think like this level of like surrender and level of acceptance and and trust in life. Like there's like a connection with the higher uh, like a higher power as well. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, this this individual this side of the polarity really shines a light on the on the universe, on flow, on be here now, moment to moment, and almost to a fault sometimes. However, I think there's a beauty. The, the uh, we're talking about pros here, right? We're talking about the the benefits. Yeah. It's like. I think that it's such a beautiful quality because there is so much of life that is out of our control Mm -hmm. that we ought to surrender to. Um, That's a good, it's a good trait to receive from the lover or from that side of the polarity. Yeah. It's a good one. I like it. Yeah. Because like the, uh, on the warrior side, it's all of like, I rely on me and on this Mm -hmm. side, I rely on God. And not me, not me at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And on, on, on the other, the warrior side is like, I rely on my brain and my mentality and my mental fortitude. And this side is like, I rely on my heart and on spirit. <laughs> yeah. Feeling into the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And even though, even down to the language that they use is different is like on one side, it's like, I know knowing. Mm-hmm. acting knowing here is feeling and being mm-hmm. 
it's different language, different polarity. Mm. Yep. <laughs> One more, go for it. Um, I was going to say the lover's ability to, to connect, to connect with other beings, to relational connect. skills. Yeah. Yeah. Relational skills. So that's, yeah, that's the one I just wrote connection, but relational skills. Nice dude. Yeah. All right. Piffles. We'll start us off. Yep. All heart, no spine. <laughs> yeah. Lacking action, a lot of creativity, like creative ideas, but there's no bridge or no vehicle to take those ideas into, into manifestation. Mm. I see it all the time, man. A lot of beautiful ideas and music that's never shared. Yeah. Piles mm. up in a closet and it doesn't get out there. It's um, it's a downfall of the, the lover, unfortunately. And this is where the lover could use some of that warrior energy. That's why they work together eventually. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, a lot of heart, not a lot of spine, not a lot of action. And that this individual will run into a lot of stagnancy in that way. Mm. Yeah. It's good. Uh, for me, I'm going to say... Mm. con of the lover is a lot of giving with no boundaries whoosh nice i love you like here's my love here's my heart <laughs> you know an overdoing of the five love languages with no with no boundaries so <laughs> yeah i love that boundaries really good one Dig that, bro. Yeah. And uh, I'll even add as a third one here, it's just around, and I talked a little bit about it when we talked about the, the rock stars and the rock star life is, you know, with the, with the no boundaries comes a lot of addictive behavior. Mm. A lot of addictive behavior. And it's interesting because like, I've seen, I've seen some men that are, have exhibit the, the cons of both extremes in one mm. sense. Yeah. You work so hard to the point where you're exhausted that you need to numb and escape yourself. So you go to the, the cons of the lover and just you, you over consume something. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. And now the shadow warrior is dancing with the shadow lover and you have a, you have quite a storm to navigate. Mm -hmm. I like how you painted that picture really well. That was great. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate that. Came out of nowhere. <laughs> so when we swing the pendulum back into the middle, mm -hmm. I feel like we have an individual who is aware of all of those textures. Yes. Who's aware of, the light and the shadow of the warrior, the light and the shadows of the lover. He's aware that he could exhibit and be at any those places at any given time. Yep. He knows. He knows where those, those lines are for him. Maybe it's different for each man, but he knows. Mm -hmm. And 
I think that piece that you say really well is just around, you know, leading moment to moment, right? Mm -hmm. Knowing when, what does this moment call for? Yes. Outside of my own desires and urges, Mm -hmm. maybe that's talking to the lover polarity or outside of my control, rigid structures Mm -hmm. on the warrior side of the polarity, putting all those to the side. What does this moment need of me? So example, I'll come up with an example and maybe use, use another example. So let's say my example is like, the first thing that comes to me is, okay, you're, you're, you're with your family. You got home from work, long day, productive, and your kids run to you and desire laugh. They're laughing, they're loving, they desire some attention from you. Right. And you feel like your cup is empty. And maybe some patterning for you is just to like raise your voice and react to them and bring in some of that business energy into the, into the family unit. But in that moment, what it's calling for is a little bit more lover Mm -hmm. is to be in the moment for, for a second, take that hat off that you just wore all day, get down on one knee, take a breath and lead from that place. Yep. And ask yourself, what does this moment need? Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not what I need, not what they need. What does this moment need? Look at the environment. Amen. You're in. And I think that this is some like, we're getting to some like deep levels of leadership here, but David Data and John Wyland would call this the third stage. Mm. It's not about me, 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 me. Not about you, 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 you. It is about the moment. So mm. I think that's some deep level of leadership. And this is where you play in the, the gray area. And if this is going over your head right now, and you're listening to this, then this is your homework. <laughs> yeah. Because, because, you know, a lot of guys get intimidated about this stuff because, and they quickly label it woo woo or un- impossible or, you know, Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, the warrior and the, the lover can exist in, in, in at one time at mm-hmm. the same place together. Yeah. Because sometimes, sometimes like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes the narrative is, oh, in order for one to be there, I got to remove the other. But what if both can exist? Yeah, both can be true. Both can be true. So there's some of my initial sentiments there about the middle ground. What about you? I, Andy, I love that. And I, I just want to speak to that and say like that, that is something that will manifest and show itself in so many arenas in our, in our lives. Right. And again, it's, it's that ability to stop, pause, slow down and check in with the body, check in with the nervous system and to zoom out, you know? And so, yeah, like it is third phase, <laughs> It is third level because there are so many other things that you need to be doing on the back end (laughs) for that to even be on your radar and for you to execute. And so I I also want to say like, to also preface and say like, with what Andy just said, how, how can you implement like one breadcrumb? 
because what Andy just described was a beautiful playbook. <laughs> and so, which takes nothing away from what Andy said. And something Andy's, Andy's really good at is like, like, how do we make this like bite sizable? How can we, how can you just do 1% of what he just described? And so maybe that's just, hey, you know what? I'm going to take a deep breath and not overreact. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I, I just want to speak to that. Yeah. And like in, in my, you know, in my example that I gave there is it, the, the common scenario that plays out for a lot of guys is just like they come home and they don't take the hat off and they're running the home. Like it's their work. They're, they're talking to their, their wife or their partner and their kids, like their employees. Mm. And it's, it could be ruthless. Mm. It could be from a place of solving because, you know, you do that at work, you know, there's some creative problem solving happening at work. However, when you get home, it's like the solving is actually not needed on the contrary yeah. to popular belief. Your kids don't need to be solved. Your wife doesn't need to be solved. Uh, mm -hmm. They need to be seen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there's the adjustment. So the breadcrumb is, yeah, take a breath and uh, mitigate any reactive behavior and take notice. Like I always say, maybe you go home and look in the mirror. Just look in the mirror, like literally look in the mirror. It's like, look in the mirror and ask yourself, what, what am I wearing right now? What hat am I wearing? What armor do I have on? And can I take this off? And what would that look like? Start, start there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, I don't really know if I have an example because that was a really good example. <laughs> well, can you give an example maybe of like, um, of the other end of like someone from the, the lover side coming down to the middle? Um, hmm. I feel for the lover coming down to the middle would be like, if you're, if your partner, if your partner communicates and I'm going to for this example, it is a heterosexual relationship. Your partner, she communicates her truth to you, right? And and it's not packaged or delivered as eloquently as you would like it. You know, she's just like, for example, like you never, you never clean up after yourself, and da da da. da I don't know what. And for the lover to receive that, I'll just be like, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to do what she wants in that moment, right? Like some, some normal Mr. Nice Guy stuff, and. I feel like in that moment to like stop, it kind of is very similar to what we just described with your example is to like stop, breathe, check in and like, what does this moment call for? Right. And can we get curious? Can we slow things down? Um, can you apply maybe a little bit of warrior energy and some structure and, and just not not just jump to what she's asking to right away and i know david data is great at this is like the thing she's complaining about isn't always the thing that is yeah. on her heart or on her is on the radar right now right and so yeah. can you can you again can you slow it down can you bring some structure um and get curious right and not not just not just fall into like okay because she said I didn't do X, I'm just going to go and do X, not knowing why and just mm. doing it for the sake of doing it. Yeah. Um, that's what comes up for me. I don't know if there's anything you want to pull on there. <laughs> we'll have no, I, I love it. I love it, bro. 
but it did instigate another thought in me. And that thought is, so there's a book called the 12 rules of life by Jordan Peterson. Have you read that before? I haven't. I've heard of it. it. It's a good book. Yeah. And one of the, one of his rules of life, I think is a rule that, that every lover (laughs) should read. And that rule, and I, I'm not, and I, I might butcher it word for word here, but I'm just going to say it anyway. But the rule is essentially, um, before you, before you give orders or judge anybody else, make sure your own house is in order. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm speaking to the lover specifically, the one, the lover that wants to come more into the middle. It's like, you know, you're probably. And again, this is a common scenario is like the lover is really good with words, very eloquent, like a poet almost. Mm. Right. But are you taking your own advice? Mm. You know, Mr. Lover, why don't you make a list of the 20 things that you're so eloquently good at talking about and, and ask yourself, well, have I act, have I acted on any of this in my own life? And if, if the answer is no, go do that. Shut up and go do that. <laughs> go do, go act, go put into integrity all these beautiful things that you know about life or you know about yourself or you mm-hmm. love to give advice around. It's like, go and do that. Make sure that you're in this, this level of integrity that is ruthless integrity. Yes. And for me, that, that empowers the lover to take some action, take some responsibility, um, have some level of awareness on his own, his own pitfalls or own leaks and get some more into that middle ground a little bit. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And, and just to like circle this all back together, and we, we said it earlier is like neither one of these archetypes is quote unquote bad or less than or whatever. It's, it's all about harmony. It is all about what does the moment call for? And, and are you being conscious? Are you being conscious? Is your, or is your, or are your stories that are in your head or in your body playing out? Right. It are other people's expectations and what have you playing out is what you watched on any social media platform recently playing out. Right. And so can you stop, pause, do an audit and do the thing that is going to move you closer to love and connection? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always. Doesn't it doesn't matter which archetype we're talking about. From my humble perspective, that is why you're here to do things out of love and to bring you closer into connection. Yeah. And that takes work. I get it. It takes work. And like Andy said earlier, if this is flying over your head, well, here's your work and here's a starting point. Yeah. Love that, dude. Thanks for thanks for circling back all of this and and um, my circle back point is just around, you know, honestly, the whole reason why Yanuko and I are having, is having this conversation or had the idea to have this conversation in the first place is because we saw a lot of, we've seen in the world, a lot of followers of 
of of like these figures such as like Tate and Goggins. And we're like, yo, like these guys will eventually hit a point where they're going to feel disconnected with their heart and they're going to need some reconciliation mm-hmm. and to find their way back. Right. Yeah. And so the reminder here, what I'm trying to make is that it's amazing that you can start your journey and just know that uh, your infinite beings, your infinite beings, you have so much textures of energy to tap into in your life and not just one or two that are very, probably very useful you for you in just this season, but know that, that, that this form or this pose that you're taking in this season, that's helping you that, 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 that isn't, you're not going to become a statue. You're not a statue. Yeah. You're not just going to take that form and run with it for your whole, for the next 60 years. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of damage done if you try to do that. So we're inviting you into a little bit of fluidity, a little bit of leadership, a little bit of knowing when, when to start and when to end a certain yeah. season. And knowing when certain seasons change and transition for you and knowing when to change your clothes with the seasons. Yep. If we're, if we're talking about maybe some connection with nature, right? Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody wearing a winter jacket at a parka in winter and summer. And I don't see anyone wearing swim shorts outside in minus 20 degree weather. Unless you're doing a cold dip, but that's different. But that's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just know that you're infinite beings. You're, mm-hmm. you are capable of so much. You have so many gifts that you can tap into. So don't just pigeonhole yourself into one corner and also don't, don't, uh, don't pedal still anybody. Yes. Um, and make them godly. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that when you, when we pedestal, when we pedestal somebody, what we're doing at the same time is we're bringing ourselves down. We're making ourselves small. Yeah. Yeah. I love that dude. And again, I'm going to say it again, like nothing against any of the people we've talked about today, got love and respect for all of them and what they do and the passion and wisdom and energy they bring into the world. And men, how can you take the meat, spit out the bones? And if you don't eat meat, then treat it like a buffet. You don't eat it. You don't take it all in at once. You take bits and pieces of it. And so that's what Andy and I want to encourage. That's what we're trying to promote here with men is like, men, can you be so sensitive, so aware, so conscious to what the moment calls for that you're executing? And, you know, we didn't touch on the magician or the king. But it's the same thing, right? Like, if you want to be this shaman who's all about psychedelics and I don't know what, or spirituality and faith and God, whichever God you choose to subscribe to, okay, well, don't just stay there. Like, if that's your starting point, and start there and traverse to the other realms, you know? And if you are sitting right now in a leadership position that has king energy, Okay, well, don't also, don't become a tyrant. Don't become a dictator. 
And even if you are on the other extreme of that and you are thriving and you are taking care of the realms and you are taking care of all that is in your possession, how can you exercise the other archetypes? Because those also need harmony and your leadership, your masculinity also needs that as well. So also just want to make reference to that. <laughs> we didn't forget about those other archetypes. We just chose those two because that is what seems to be most alive right now from our humble perspective. Yeah. And maybe we can do some other episodes on, we can do another episode on the magician in relation to the king and see what comes up too. So voila, stay tuned. Voila. Um, some resources just to, I just want to mention a couple of resources. One being King Warrior, Magician Lover. Yep. Yeah. Great, great book. If you, if all this is resonating, if you're hearing all this for the first time, great book to get into and to learn a little bit more about those archetypes and, um, yeah, that's all I got, actually. Just that one. Um, I want to throw out there Iron John. Cool. Iron John, yeah, you read that. that. Um, talking about talking about how a boy needs to transition from each archetype and talking about initiation and the hero's journey, essentially, which every man needs to go on. And it is a continual, it's a, it is a continuous circle and it is a spiral staircase. It is forever going up if that's the path you choose to take. Because you can also be a spiral going downwards if that's the path you choose. So, um, And then lastly, actually, I'll leave it at that. I think that's good. Start there. Awesome. <laughs> okay, bro. Thanks for the convo today. Wicked. Yeah. Great dialogue. Thank you. And um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this episode. We... We'll always have more for you one way or another. So keep on staying tuned. If you haven't already, give us a rating on the podcast, share this with yeah. a friend yes. and yeah, I'll see you on the other side. Later.
thank you again for taking the time today or maybe this took you a couple of different days or instances to finish this episode but regardless you've made it to the end thank you for taking the time to listen and support the kings of hearts podcast whether this is your first time listening to an episode or this is a returning instance all the gratitude all the blessings to you if this episode had made an impact for you or anybody in your life in any way it would go a long ways to drop in a review or a rating on either spotify or apple music or whatever platform you're listening to this on that stuff goes a long way for us and as always if you want to join the community get involved participate make sure you check out our website at kingshearts.com and see you in the next episode